Hello and welcome to Judas Roar Podcast. My name is Jordan Griffith. I'm a minister and it is my prayer that this podcast helps you grow in your relationship with God. Walk with me through the garden of relationship as I share with you the words that the Lord has put on my heart and I pray that the messages are a blessing to you. Hello everyone, welcome back to Judas Roar Podcast. Uh, just wanted to get on here and share something that I've been thinking about. I actually ministered from it a couple of different times, uh, at least twice through a couple of different places. I'm thinking about the Beatitudes of Jesus. Matthew 5 verse 1 says, And seeing the multitudes... He went up to a mountain, and when he was seated, his disciples came to him. When Then he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And I think that it's really fair to say that all Christians should look like this. This is obviously a teaching of Jesus, so there should be a little bit of this in all of us. Certainly these are rooted in the fruits of the Spirit. Uh, like meekness and humbleness and gentleness, kindness, faithfulness. All of those, you know, love, joy, peace. All of those you can find uh, in, in some form of the fruit of the Spirit. Which um, I like. And this is specifically about... The Bible calling you blessed or happy. Happy and blessed. So the first one says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I'm reminded of the scripture where Jesus taught a parable and said, There was a Pharisee, which was a religious leader, and a tax collector, which was looked upon as like a thief that stole unrighteously from the people. And the 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 Pharisee went in and said, "You know, I thank God that I thank you, God, that I've got all of this going on in my life. You know, I'm I've kept your commandments from my youth, and that you haven't made me even like this tax collector." Very prideful, very arrogant prayer. And then over on the other side, the tax collector is just sitting there beating his chest as a sign of repentance and saying, "Oh God, have mercy on me, a sinner." And Jesus said, which of those two do you think left justified? So self-righteousness, whenever you become self-righteous, you think you have it all together. In other words, you think you've got everything. But then you have the truth of, you know, if when you realize that you are poor, you have nothing without Jesus, you have nothing without Him, then you what, what happens? Then you become reliant on God. And when you become reliant on God... The apostles, Paul said, when I'm strong, he's weak, but in my weakness, I am made strong through Christ because he is strong in me. 
I'm paraphrasing that, but what that means is whenever we are weak and we are humble and we are poor, so to speak, whenever there is a deficiency in our lives and we surrender that to Jesus, he becomes strong because we are turning it over to him. As long as Peter sat there and wrestled and told every waking minute of the night to try to catch fish, he just couldn't do it. But whenever he listened to the Lord and at his word dropped the net, he his boat was filled with his net was filled with so much fish that his boat was sinking. And he had to get James and John to help. It's amazing, ain't it? So yes, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. That's amazing, ain't it? I think it's truly amazing. The kingdom of God turns what you what we think ought to be as fleshly humans and puts it on its head. We think, for many people, they would think, well, good for the Pharisee, you know, that he's got that together and he's not out here sinning and doing a bunch of stuff. And shame on this tax collector for being who he is. But Jesus sees the thoughts and the intents of the heart. He sees the self-righteous spirit and prideful spirit behind the words. And he sees the humble heart of repentance behind the prayer of the tax collector versus the Pharisee. You know, he said that, you know, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Who is the greatest among you? Let him be the servant. Don't let the greatest be the leader and the one leading the pack and the king and all that, but let him be the servant. Pastoring isn't being great. For example, I'm using that as an example. Pastoring is being a servant. It's serving the people. Because God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Verse 4 says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. How can you be blessed when you mourn? I like to point you to two different verses. The Bible says that God is close to the brokenhearted and saves us to be of a contrite or a crushed spirit. So that's the first thing. He's close to the brokenhearted and saves those to be of a contrite or a crushed spirit. The second one, he heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. That's Psalms 147, verse 3. He heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. So, yes. Whenever we are mourning, whenever we're, we've lost a loved one or, or our spouse has walked off and left us or whatever the case is, you mourn that. How is it that you can be blessed whenever something so earth-shattering happens to you? Because the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, the presence of God is closer to you at that point than He ever is. And He will be the one that comforts you. I know it doesn't always feel like that. And believe me, I'm speaking from personal experience. I know that it doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of comforting going on. But when you really sit back and realize what all God is working and doing on your behalf, you really do realize 
the blessed closeness that he has, and that is the blessing. He will turn your mourning into dancing. He will put off your your rags and 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 uh, and and fill you with gladness. He will give you beauty for ashes, the joy of uh, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. God knows how to comfort you in your mourning, and I like this too. Jesus knew what it was like to lose loved ones. Joseph was mentioned, the, la the last time Joseph was mentioned was when Jesus was 12, when he was found in the temple. When Jesus is starting his ministry and it's talking about his mothers and his half-brothers and half-sisters and all that, Joseph isn't there. Joseph isn't there at the cross. Joseph isn't there uh, at the resurrection. Why? Because sometime between Jesus' age of 12 and 30... Joseph passed. Joseph passed. And so I believe that Jesus realized what it was like to lose a father figure. For a father figure to pass away. You know, he was crying. Jesus wept. John 11 and 35, the shortest version of the Bible. Jesus wept. What had just happened? He just found news that Lazarus had died. So I know that Jesus knows what it feels like, and He is our high priest. He is touched by the feelings of our infirmities. So I know that He knows what it feels like to lose those, to to lose uh, those loved ones or whatever hurt that you've been dealing with. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Verse five. We've already talked about humbleness. Those that are humble inherit the earth. The beautifulness, you know, the, the, the beautifulness of being humble. Those that are humble, again, God resists the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. He allows the humble to inherit the earth. Amen. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. You know, if you're hungry, you're going to go looking for food. If you're hungry for righteousness, you're going to go looking for righteousness. If you're thirsting for righteousness, you're going to go looking for righteousness. And when you look, you find. When you seek, you find. When you ask, you receive. When you knock, it is open unto you. Right? So, blessed are those who, who hunger and thirst after the right things. Can I say that? Who hunger and thirst after the right things because that is what they're going to find. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened to you. For anybody who asks receives. Anybody who seeks shall find. And anyone who knocks it shall be opened to them. Blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. Here's where I will tell you that you, you will reap what you sow. So you... So mercy, you reap mercy. In other words, you forgive them for what they've done because God forgives you for what you've done. The Bible says that if we do not forgive each other, how can how will our Father forgive us who's in heaven? If we don't have forgiveness, then we will we cannot be forgiven ourselves. So the merciful will obtain mercy. Whatever judgment you mete out shall be met back to you. 
So judge nothing before the times, but let mercy rule in your hearts. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. The heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? But when the heart has been transformed and cleansed by Jesus, then it becomes pure because he's pure. When your heart has been touched by him, it becomes purified and sanctified. So, he enables you to live with God, to see God, to dwell with God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. I think peace is actually, it should be a one of those fruits of Christians. Peace should follow, should emanate from a Christian. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, right? So there's no fear. There's no fear and peace. There's no peace and fear. So when we're talking about peacemakers, shall be called the son. You know, who are the peacemakers? Peacemakers will go and amend. Peacemakers will go and uh, and forgive. Those are peacemakers. Peacemakers will want to see, you know, the Bible says that, I will, behold, I will send before you, before that great day, the spirit of Elijah to bring the hearts of the fathers back to the sons, and the sons back to the fathers, lest I smite the earth with a curse. Christians, spirit-filled Christians, are peacemakers, just like the spirit of Elijah. They will uh, come down and they will seek peace with one another. The Bible says, if all possible, live peaceably with all men. Put away from you this uh, uh, the, the, the vanities and the, the malicious behavior and the lying and the backbiting and all that stuff. Put that away from you. Be peacemakers. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. You know, when you get made fun of for believing the right things, there's taking a stand for the right things. There's a blessing for that. And if you read on down, it talks about, again, you know, uh, reviling you and saying all things, all manner of things falsely for my name's sake. For so as they persecuted the prophets before you, they do you. And the servant is not above the Lord. If they criticized and they... Uh, focused on uh, and put a bad bad accusation false representation of Jesus then they have the potential to do that to you as well but in all of these things and all of this negativeness in everything that I just read to you the Bible calls these people blessed that follow this do we feel blessed no do we look blessed? Maybe, maybe not. We don't feel blessed sometimes. But that doesn't change the circumstances. Those types of behaviors that I brought, these beatitudes or beautiful attitudes, if you will, they bring favor, the favor of God, upon your life. So let me encourage you, if you're, if you're humble in spite of adversity, you're meek, you'll inherit the earth. Keep going. If you're in mourning, 
Know that He is healing your wounds, healing your broken heart, and binding up your wounds, and He is with you. The Comforter is comforting you. If you are trying to make peace with somebody, and I know how awkward that can be sometimes, God calls you a son or daughter for doing that. If you're having real hard trouble forgiving somebody, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. If somebody's coming against you for making a stand for the right thing, blessed are they who persecute you when uh, blessed are those who are persecuted and reviled for his name's sake, whom they speak all manner of evil against, falsely. For yours is the kingdom of heaven. Be encouraged in this. I know this was kind of short, it's about 16, 17 minutes, something like that. Short kind of message, but I wanted to bring you a message of encouragement and encourage you to take these Beatitudes this Sermon on the Mount that Jesus delivered, and really apply it to your lives. Be merciful. Be kind. You know, research Galatians chapter 5, the fruit of the Spirit. Turn there and look at it. And let the Holy Spirit bring forth fruit in your life and beautiful attitudes in your life that they may glorify the Father which is in heaven when they see your good works. God bless you all. Perhaps you're thinking about giving your heart and your life to Jesus, or maybe you've strayed from the path and you want to return to Him. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you, we will confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God has raised Him from the dead, then we shall be saved. The gospel is that simple. Why don't you pray this prayer with me? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. I repent of my sins. Cover me with the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross and wash me clean. Cleanse me from all my sins. I enter a daily relationship with you and I give my life to you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer in accordance with Romans 10 and 9 and you confess Jesus as your Lord and you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, I believe that you have taken the first step and received salvation. Reach out to us and let us know if we can be uh, of further help to you. Get in a good Bible-based, spirit-filled church and walk daily with the Lord. God bless.